I'm Emily Tianxi, and I'm 17 years old. I'm Kyle Tianxi, and I'm 14 years old. Our mission is to help solve the global water crisis. One experiment at a time. This is our story. Children are really creative and really innovative and can think outside of the box. And we hope that inspires adults as well to take some action. Hey, I'm Danny Washington, and welcome to The Genius Generation, the podcast about young people who are changing our world in big ways. On this week's show, my guests are sister and brother Emily and Kyle Tianxi, who founded an environmental advocacy organization dedicated to solving the global water crisis. It's called Clear Water Innovation, and it encourages young people to solve environmental problems. Emily and Kyle are quite the pair of scientists, too, and conduct experiments out of their own garage lab. Man, I wish I had one of those. Emily, Kyle, welcome to the show. Hi, we're so excited to be here. Woohoo, awesome. I love to just jump right in. Tell me about Clearwater Innovation. Yeah, sure. So Clearwater Innovation is a nonprofit organization that we co-founded. It generates awareness of the global water crisis and also encourages young students to conduct environmental research from home labs. From home labs? Tell me more about that. We've both been working on our own science research projects and we've been mainly doing it without access to a lot of professional support. And instead of that, we decided to create our own garage lab at home to do our experiments. Yeah, we think it's so important for every student to be able to research from wherever they are. And we've discovered through our own personal experiences that you don't really need a lot of fancy lab equipment or money in order to conduct very interesting research and explore some super cool science. Cool. Like, Explain to me exactly what the global water crisis is. Around one in nine people lack access to safe and sanitary water. This is really just a tragedy and the numbers are getting worse and worse every day. Women and children have to spend hundreds and millions of hours combined every single day collecting water. And because of that, a lot of them can't go to school. Their entire life is just searching for water. And we really don't think that is an okay thing to be happening right now. And especially as climate change worsens, we just really want to join forces with everyone who can in the world to work against the global water crisis. So how is Clearwater Innovation tackling that problem? We really want to raise awareness, and we've been doing that through multiple means. A few months ago, we hosted a workshop that was titled the Save Nature Demo, and about 20 kids came, and we gave them a breakdown of the global water crisis, and they all created their own posters explaining how to save water. And many of them were really inspired to do their own thing to help with the global water crisis. Like, they promised to take shorter showers, try to eat less meat, and we were really encouraged by that. And that's just one of the ways that we are helping the global water crisis. Yeah, we have several programs. One of my favorites is the advocacy blogs. So we have student-written blog posts on different uh, specific aspects of the global water crisis, such as one student wrote a post about how golf courses use water really irresponsibly. And others about how the meat industry is really hurting the environment. So we just have a great collection of articles written by middle and high school students that's very digestible so that people can read it and hopefully be inspired to take change. 
Another program that we very recently hosted was the Plastic and Water Art and Short Film Competition, Rolling. which reached out to over a thousand people around San Diego. And we encouraged people to submit their artwork about the global water crisis and show their support. So we got a bunch of really awesome submissions and we posted all the winners on the website and it was really great to see how many people were encouraged to help through their artwork. We also do beach cleanups and hikes very frequently in the Clearwater Innovation team. Nice. Sounds like you guys have a lot going on, which is a great thing. You need a lot of different programs to serve different audiences, right? Yeah, for sure. Who would you say is your target audience? Who are you trying to reach? Students in elementary, middle, and high schoolers. That's who our events are targeted to. But I really hope that our impact can extend beyond them because we know that children are really creative and really innovative and can think outside of the box. And we hope that inspires adults as well to take some action. The next generation is the the engine for change. I truly believe that. And you guys are living examples of that too. So your brother and sister, and obviously you guys grew up together and are growing up together. Did you both have an interest in science uh, for a long time or did this kind of just pop up recently? For me, I think I've always had a lifelong interest in science. When I was in around third grade, my mom got me this book, which was titled What If, that provided a lot of serious answers to crazy scientific issues. What if the world suddenly stopped spinning and it went through methodological examination of the question and what would happen. And most of the time it ended in the world getting destroyed in some way. And that really just sparked my interest for science because I didn't realize that it could be that interesting. I thought it was just a lot of people sitting in white coats in labs. And then after that, I went on a trip to China and I went into some really bad experiences with tap water. So that's what got me into the water sector. Tell me a little bit more about that experience in China. What happened? This is nothing against anything about China specifically because water is honestly dirty everywhere. I've done tests on things like tap water, bottled water, and I've found debris in every single one of them. So just want to make sure that I'm not singling out any nation here. We were going there for a summer camp. And when we landed in Tianjin, I was really hot because the temperature was just so humid. And I finally got to drink some tap water at my grandparents' home. And I was feeling really good. But then about one hour after I drank that water, I began to feel extremely sick and I threw up multiple times. It made me feel really bad and I just really didn't want that to happen. So that's what got me interested in researching water contamination. It was gross. <laughs> oh, no. I can imagine. And Emily, what about you? What sparked your interest in water quality issues? My interest in water, that really was just growing up in California. It was a terrible drought. We had to conserve water pretty much everywhere. We couldn't water our plants. But my parents and I and Kyle, we would go hiking at Torrey Pine State Park, which is in San Diego, pretty much every weekend. 
and Torrey Pine State Park is home to the Torrey Pine Tree. And every time we would go, I noticed these gigantic puddles under the trees. And I was just curious. Literally everything's dead because it can't get enough water. Why is the Torrey Pine Tree so wet? And the ranger said that it was because the Torrey Pine Needles have a really special ability to harvest the moisture from the atmosphere, from the fog, and just use it to nourish itself. But because these pine trees are so rare, no one's ever investigated how they're able to do that. So when I was in the eighth grade, I decided to start my research project and explore that. Very cool. All right, let's swing back to Clearwater Innovation. What initially inspired the idea and how old were you at the time? Yeah, Clearwater Innovation was inspired by when I looked back at my journey and realized that so much of what I did was with this $20 microscope and it was so useful and I just a lot of students were coming up and asking me like where do I even get started I'm so overwhelmed I don't even know where to begin can you help me get into this fancy lab and I was like oh no you don't need that at all and that's what inspired Clearwater Innovations encouraging students to do research from Garage Lab. How old was I? I was probably like end of 10th grade, 15 years old, I'd say, and Kyle was like 12 years old. So that was our first initiative of Clearwater Innovation, where we basically interview inspiring students who've also done research. So some of the people we've met through uh, science fairs and who've done really cool projects also just in basement labs or using really easy materials. Tell me about some of the new skills that you both have gained. One skill that I learned was being able to talk to professionals confidently and just not being afraid to ask for help. And a skill I learned was quite similar to what she said, but I learned how to cold email, which is sending an email to someone that you have no prior connection to. And I've done this to several professionals, including Scott Coffin from the California Water Board. And he's been incredibly helpful, offering a lot of encouragement and advice and recommendations. I'm much more comfortable doing things like that now. That's fantastic. Yeah, communication is key when reaching out to new people to learn and ask questions to those who are experts in their field. That can be really intimidating sometimes, but you guys are definitely doing that, which is fantastic. Have you heard from individuals who have participated in your programming and how they've been impacted in a positive way by Clearwater Innovation? We've definitely had people come up to us before and be like, ooh, I really like your research. It's super cool, which is just really nice to hear. We've also had some super enthusiastic children just come up to us and talk about how they've started eating less meat and whatnot, which is also very cool for being for how young they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're making waves. All right. So let's <laughs> talk about the future. OK, the goals. What do you hope to achieve with Clearwater Innovation? and how do you plan to accomplish them? I think a really big thing that we'd like to do with Clearwater Innovation is expand internationally. So that's definitely a really big goal that we have set for the future. Awesome. Emily, Kyle, it was an honor to have you on the Genius Generation today. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Genius Generation. If you want to get involved with Emily and Kyle's organization, go to clearwaterinnovation.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and subscribe. The Genius Generation is a podcast created by Seeker and Tracks. The show is hosted by me, Danny Washington. 
Emily Feld and Evan Hall are our producers. Caroline Roth, Brian Simagala, and Matt Morales are Seeker producers. Our editor and sound designer is John Pappas. Our executive producers are Brett Kushner, Michelle Smalley, and Brian Pendergast. Our PA is Navani Otero. Thanks for listening. Funding for the Genius Generation comes from the Arthur Vining Davis Foundations, investing in our common future. How do we create change that lasts? True transformation happens by changing the system, not just the situation. It's a bit like the difference between saving a tree and creating a new sustainable way of doing forestry. Ashoka is a global community of thousands of changemakers who are committed to making systemic change and empowering others to do the same. We get it. Changing systems sounds intimidating, but there's nothing to fear. Join Ashoka for a three-part learning journey to uncover issues you care about, identify the root causes, and start building a solution. Learn more by visiting changemaking.net or check out the link in the show notes. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.